0: Hello there Playful Mompreneur, it's your host Shelly Tonkin-Smith here on the Playful Mompreneur podcast and today we're going to be hearing part three, three of three in my interview with Lauren Kinghorn. So Lauren and I clearly had a mammoth of a chat and so I've split her interview up into three episodes and today is the final one. Lauren is the brains behind Inspiring Mompreneurs, so maybe she's the inspiration behind Inspiring Mompreneurs. Uh, She also has a few other businesses and websites, and she's in the process at the moment now of launching a new business around plant-based eating, and very interestingly, she has been doing a lot of um, Instagram videos. Well, I've just seen, seen her popping up on my Instagram feed. And I find that quite interesting because in the interview that we have here... We talk about social media and she talks about how she really doesn't like social media and how the, just the rules that we, that we feel we need to follow about posting on social media and just general rules about like, you know, you have to do things in this way and this formula and that formula. And, you know, sometimes those formulas can be really helpful, but other times they can be so restrictive um, and really prevent you from being playful. So we open up the conversation by talking about rules, rules that she feels that she has broken in her business, and one of those is around social media. So she tells us a bit about why she doesn't like... Instagram and Facebook, even though she is quite an extrovert, um, she actually wants, well, she, you listen to the podcast and and yeah, you listen to the interview and hear why she doesn't like those particular social media platforms and what she likes instead. So spoiler alert, I will tell you that she loves Pinterest and she loves LinkedIn. And so we dive into why she loves LinkedIn and how she uses it, specifically for her business and she uses LinkedIn specifically for the business context and she's kind of curated it in in that way and then we end the interview with Lauren's advice for new mompreneurs and I think a lot of that advice can really apply to those of us who've been in the game for quite some time. So, listen through to the end. I think you really will enjoy this episode with my new business BFF, <laughs> Lauren Kinghorn. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business, a business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them, and then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play
1: tired and needs to have a revamp. And so that's why just showing up as yourself and Mm. blundering your way through
0: life isn't okay, which is what I've done. Yes. Tell us more about that. (laughs) Tell us how you've broken the rules because that's what the playful mompreneur is all about is just to rethink those shoulds, rethink those ways, those tired old formulas. And I think sometimes we're out of fear Like, oh, I'm not Mm. good enough. I won't be able to do this. So I better just follow Mm. the formula, the webinar formula or the whatever Mm. it is formula or this kind of social media rule. You sound like mm. you've you've walked a different path the whole way through. So <laughs> tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, that cheeky little gig was the first little, to me, it felt like rule breaking, you know, because it was like, oh, I could actually make money with my site right now when it's only like so small. And, you know, I did with that. So that was good. Um, but the other rule, yeah, I, I don't really believe in rules, I suppose. I, I don't, you know, nothing is a set time, except, as I say, I'm always on time. (laughs) for for actual appointments but I have very few of them you know Mm -hmm. I keep them very very few and far between and because my life is more about my son and making sure I'm there for him so I try not to have I think if you have too many responsibilities on top of your main responsibility, it's quite difficult because then you're always walking this tightrope. And I have had moments where it's been like that, where it's like, how do I, I don't know where to put my attention next because there's so much going on in my business, but I also, there's so much going on with my child and I need to be there for both. So that that can be tricky. Um, so in terms of breaking the rules, one of the things I don't like is I don't really enjoy social media. It's not my game. I don't, I don't like... Putting up posts, I do them because, you know, some of them are really easy. Like, for example, if I'm creating a blog post, I will just share that post to social media. So that's my mostly my social media is literally just sharing. And that works very well on Pinterest. Um, but it doesn't work very well on any of the other channels because on the other channels you have to be there after you've posted. So you need to, if you're going to post on Instagram, you need to stay on Instagram and you need to chit-chat with a whole lot of other people and the same thing on Facebook. And, you know, I forget, like, once I've posted something, I can't go back there and go and, like, have this whole conversation with somebody. I forget, like, maybe three or four days later, I come back and I realize, oh, there was a whole conversation with people. They all made these comments. I better go and just love all of them. (laughs) I don't have time to be on social media and creating. So you, you have to like pick your battles, you know. So there are certain channels. I like. I really love Pinterest because Pinterest you is is a set it and forget it. They are trying to bring in comments under Pinterest pins now, but like very few people are doing it. Thank goodness, because really can't be just have one place where there's no oh, where there's no chit chat. This is amazing yeah. coming from an extrovert. No, but you see, yeah. I can't stand small talk. I, yeah. like small talk. I don't like to. I don't want everybody to come in and tell me, "Oh, what a sweet picture!" Oh, what a, and I I've got to like say the yeah. same thing. They are all saying the same stuff. Yes. and I've got to like reply with the same sort of answers like twenty mm. times. That mm. irritates me no end. It's like. It's so boring to me. The the day I can hire a social media manager will be a very happy day in my life. And I will mark it on like a red on the calendar. Social media manager is in. She's going to do this all for me. And that's what you need. You need someone who absolutely loves it. I I want to go really deep, you know. I, I, if I talk to someone, I want to go as deep as I can, as quickly as I can, and have a real conversation. And I know mm-hmm. the other one that is your big jam is LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I absolutely love LinkedIn. Because on LinkedIn, you can build a real following of of targeted individuals. So you can literally go and there's like a little search bar on, on LinkedIn where you search for contacts and you can search for the contacts that you're looking for. So say now I'm doing a post or I'm doing a series of posts at the moment all on entrepreneur well obviously i have an entrepreneurship site so i'll be looking for mom entrepreneurs that's an easy one but maybe now this week the the entrepreneur that i interviewed was a life coach so then i will go on to linkedin and then i'll hook up with a whole lot of life coaches who would now obviously show an interest in another life coach or i mean it's a little bit harder to go and find who are the people looking for life coaches but it's more about finding – you know what I'm saying? Because on LinkedIn, you're going to look for people who are in that same profession or a best-selling author or an indie author or a mom inventor. So, you know, I, so there's very specific, like, subsets in my, you know, entrepreneur group of people yes. of Okay. how they've created their businesses. And as I find them, I go and look for them on LinkedIn so that I can – Like I absolutely love interviewing mom inventors. So where do you find mom inventors? So Pinterest is a great place to go and look. And LinkedIn is a great place to go and look. I'm not sure how you would find them on Facebook and I'm not really interested in finding them on Facebook because on Facebook, it's much more difficult. You have to connect with the actual person and then ah, it's it's mm. not great. Whereas on LinkedIn, you could go and you can really explore and you can find out who they are. And if they've done they if they have filled out their LinkedIn nicely, you can already see what their website is, what their business is, what their interests are. And
0: it's great. <laughs> what I love about that is um, that's, Okay. First of all, that it's you can experiment with different audiences and different niches in that yes. way. That sounds amazing. Yes. It's all about experimentation. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, but how do you experiment with different audience groupings? That sounds amazing. Yes. And also what I like then is just the way you can craft and curate your online presence. And like, this is me, like you don't need to know who exactly. I went to high school with. But like maybe sometimes, you know, yes. maybe sometimes you could connect with a high school friend, but that's not really my brand yes. right now. So, like, exactly. I, I want to, like, and I want to, like, be aiming towards a specific group of people, uh, display my expertise in a specific way, and exactly. I like that. Whereas Facebook wants to know the yes. whole of you.
1: <laughs> I know. this is It is so specific and it's so targeted. So now I have, like, over 15,000. I mean, I don't even know what the latest count is is uh, connections on LinkedIn okay. and they're all women and they're mostly entrepreneurs I do not say so what I did is I, I stopped saying yes to anybody who asked me to connect with them on LinkedIn so what happened is when I first started and I started building this following I I chose all I handpicked everybody I wanted to connect with and obviously there's only a certain percentage you do connect with you but then that opens up more and then that opens up more and I didn't send them the whole thing I didn't send them you know like everyone says no I'm send them a whole little spiel I mean I don't have time to read anybody's little spiels so I don't I don't send any out I just literally say okay. would you like mm-hmm. to connect with Unless it was someone very specific that I just saw them in a podcast somewhere or on a summit and I, I'll say, I watched your summit, you were amazing, I'd love to connect, you know, because it's someone very specific that I'd love to have on my site. So mostly I just sent out these connection requests and then I built this audience and then I also said no to about 80% of the people who asked to connect with me because they weren't what I was looking for because 60% of those were men. So I just said no to all the men. That was easy because they are not mine. Then, you know, <laughs> that was really easy. Just say no, all the men, gone. <laughs> and the women, I could just be a bit more discerning about them and not, not just go for people who are maybe looking for a job or looking for, because I'm not going to give them a job. So that's going to help them. Or they had a very tiny little profile and it wasn't, you know, they weren't really on LinkedIn. So yeah, so that was amazing about LinkedIn, building these real followings. And then I started building a couple of groups as well. And what was really interesting is I created Mompreneurs Unite, and that went quite slowly and nothing was really happening. And then I created Fempreneurs Unite. And that was so popular. Really interesting. So the the title, Fempreneur, and it made me realize, okay, so my next website, this was before I went plant-based, needs to be Fempreneurs United. So I created it. It's there. It's ready for my fempreneurs. So literally I've just created it. It's the website there and it just goes to the LinkedIn page right now. But there's nothing oh, cool. else I can you know, do with it until, you know, I really have time to focus on that. But the fempreneurs are popular. It seems like so it's so very interesting. So it's a good test. It's a good way to test and discover the Lovely audience. Experience. Yeah. And they invited me on podcasts and it was oh, wow. really exciting. So creating that group was really good. I got good opportunities out of it. What's been amazing is LinkedIn. I don't think, as far as I can recall, I ever got any opportunity on Facebook because I don't really, I literally it's there for my friends. You know, that's mm-hmm. where I have, you know, real social conversations I suppose but LinkedIn is there about my business and it is about my business like for example I had one of the most exciting ones was I I put it out there in my mind I want to start on inspiring entrepreneurs. I want to start having some really famous people come on to inspire my entrepreneurs and i don't want to go out and ask them for the interview i want them to approach me and so i put up this thing on linkedin and then i got this guy coming to me so he, he brought me this amazing lady called Sarah hanna Silverstein. And she had written, she had seven children. So she was a full time entrepreneur. This book that she'd launched, a really amazing book that, you know, was a bestseller and she was a herbologist and a homeopath and so many things you'll see. Her interview is incredible. She's this amazing person. And I was just so excited that this guy contacted me on her behalf and asked if he could book Interview. It's just like it was so amazing, you know. So it it happened, and there's been others like that, and that all is through LinkedIn. And so I think that's what it is. You put yourself out there, you brand yourself, and then the people come to you. And even if that branding shifts over time, as it does, well, mine brands have shifted. Yes. (laughs) And I'm always opening up new ones. Then then other people come to you. So now what I'm putting out there obviously is when I have my summit, I want all the top plant-based doctors to be on it. I've watched summits with them and I need to, you know, weasel my way in there somehow.
0: So that's going to be my next project. I was listening to a podcast last night uh, that reminds me of of this little tactic. She said uh, one of her clients, I think she's a podcast coach, and one of her clients puts in her email signature. These are my ideal people that I want on my podcast. And she's got Ah. a spreadsheet of all the people that she wants. And she's like, have a look at the spreadsheet. If you link to any of them, I'd, I'd love an introduction. Oh, that is amazing. What a great idea. Okay. Cool. So I I think to to close things off, I'd love you to speak to the new mompreneurs who are just starting out on the journey. What advice do you have for those new mompreneurs?
1: For me, if you're just starting out as a mompreneur and you've decided you want to create your own whatever it is, uh, you're a mom inventor, maybe you're a blogger, I don't know what you want to do. Mostly today, it's digital products and some kind of digital business. That's usually the easiest to go for. But who knows? You could be a baker. You could be a a candlestick maker. I don't know. Really, it is about finding your passion and your light. So if you're not going to love it and you don't feel like you're going to love it, for at two or three years because it takes a while to get something off the ground. It's got to be something that lights you up and makes you jump out of bed in the morning. And you've got to really want your success more than you want your your extra lie in (laughs) because sometimes as a mom you're going to be working late at night when your child is sleeping or your child is going to be waking you up at night because they're sick but it's all about being kind to yourself in the process and being happy all along the way I'm not saying that there aren't going to be days that are going to be tough and uphill. There are. Of course there are. You're going to be trying to get something right. Maybe it's something technical, like the things I struggle with, or maybe it's just, you know, a money thing. Those can also really drag you down. Whenever you're trying to notch up, remember that whenever you're trying to notch up in your business, you're always going to going to go through a bit of a hard time first, like with everything, there's going to be a bit of growth. But those growth periods are the most important periods of your business because out of that so much can come and you never know what opportunities are going to come your way. Stay open, stay looking. When things come along that feel like they're effortless, take them. It's the effortless things that will be really, really good for you in the long term. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't think it all has to be hard. Don't think it all has to be uphill. You only want to have small moments of that in your journey. You don't want to have it to be one long uphill battle.
0: Mm. Because that isn't going
1: to make you happy. So just be mindful all along the process of whether you're in your happy space, whether and what you're doing it for. you me- I remember what you said about having that objective in mind. who are you doing this for, and what are you doing this for? Because if you're doing this to have more time with your children, make sure that you have more time with your children while you're doing it as well. Make sure that if this is about, your children having a better life, and whatever that means to you, that you give them that better life in each and every moment, and you give yourself the license to do that. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm speaking from a very privileged vantage point, so I do want to say to you that you do need support systems as well. You do need to put support systems in place. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, there will be money and time that is needed. There will be time, Time needed where you won't be making any money for a while and you need to be aware of that. Whichever business you put in, there will be amount of time that you will need a gap, that somebody needs to give you a gap. You need to know that you're going to be able to put in time where there's no money for a while, no matter what it is you're starting. Or you need to do tiny little bits. Tiny little bits and growing increments. At the beginning, when I started my business, I started with nothing. Everything cost me nothing. I made sure, except for the money that I put into Wealthy Affiliates, that was the only money I put in, and my husband put it in for me. So if you've got someone who can support you at the beginning financially, or support you in giving you more time to pour into your business, like your mom maybe helping with the kids or your friends or doing the playdates like I mentioned, or maybe it's your husband or maybe it's your brother or sister or whatever. Find support. You can't do this alone. No business was built on its own. No matter, you could be a self-made woman and think you're a self-made woman, but if you look around you, there were always those people holding you. You can't do it alone. Don't try to do it alone because it's impossible to do it without support, I, I believe. Even though I say I've gone things alone, I've never been totally alone. I've never really been totally alone. Do- I may not have hired people, but I've had help. I've had help with the childminding. I've had help once a week with the housework, for example. You know, I've had help from my husband, from my mom. You need those. You need yes. to just lean on the support systems that are free. You know, yes. where you give, they're not really mm-hmm. free because you're going to give when your friend needs you and they're mm-hmm. going to give when you need them. But having those are really important. And make sure you are a giver too. Uh-huh, let me just say that. Make sure you are giving back because that's how you'll get. You know, givers gain, absolutely.
0: So give of yourself and you'll get back plenty. Absolutely. And accept it. Yes. I think I think that's sometimes yes, important to us to accept that help mm. that's coming your way and it just reminds me of, some of you said, uh, you'll get these effortless, these things in your business that come to you with it, it's seemingly effortless, but it is all the hard work, all the growth that you did before that, that almost these effortless That's opportunities true. are the reward that are like coming to you. And yes. then you know you're on the right path here, that you've kind of made this growth, this leap. And now these effortless opportunities are coming to you. And I think same with the yeah. help. I, I couldn't agree more is to, you know, sometimes we do want to be like superwoman and, and show that we can do this on our own. But I think accept the help, go and find the help if you if you need it. And I think I've also realized people are rooting for you. People want you mm. to succeed. Your loved ones want you to succeed, uh, and, and that could even be people in you know other mompreneurs in the community. That's what I've also found now doing the playful mompreneur podcast is people exactly. want to help. You know, people want to contribute they want to connect so go and ask for those opportunities accept the help that you're given and yes you're so right also give help put put goodness Mm -hmm. out into the world put help out into the world and And don't be afraid of video (laughs) <laughs> ah okay
1: <laughs> so go, that was a that's a big leap for many many people like mm. to, to to actually switch to or even audio so podcasting or youtube or something making that leap is really really important don't what I mean is don't be afraid of putting yourself out there you know going on someone's live if people invite you to things to be on their podcast to be on their live do those things because they are so much fun and you learn so much in the process and you actually have such a blast. So oh, that's, we can, we can say that we are, are like, scared of it, but it's
0: worth we're it. We're now like, what do we learn yeah. We're two and a half hours in.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. And we just can't stop. It's like, well, your, your husband's
0: called it already. He said we're going to yeah. So here we go. Our
1: friendship just started.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. So you're yeah, sending so much encouragement to those of you who are listening. We might have put this episode into two episodes um but lauren <laughs> can you please tell everyone where is not. the best place they, they can find you i mean they're going to find you all okay. over the internet <laughs> but yeah. tell us some of the best places to to catch up with you
1: okay well you could just go to my website i mean inspiring mompreneurs not tropeneurs, mompreneurs um dot, dot com. com i'm mm-hmm. sure they'll be in the show notes yes and <laughs> Yeah, and laurenkinghorn.com. and uh happyhumanpacifier.com is the breastfeeding site. Um and you can go to my LinkedIn page, which is Lauren Kinghorn. That's probably where you'll find me best and it's the best place to reach out to me.
0: Oh Lauren, this has been such a blast, such a such a fun chat. We covered a lot of ground today. It's been really cool. And I think it will be really inspiring for the other mompreneurs out there. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please, everybody who's listening, subscribe to the Playful Mompreneur. And then you'll automatically get the next episode in your podcast player. And we will see you then. That's the end of our Mompreneur playdate today. But come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at PlayfulMompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to PlayfulMompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your Mompreneur friends sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or tell them to search the playful mompreneur on apple podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts you can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on apple podcasts i'd absolutely love that thanks so much for tuning in spreading the word and most of all being playfully and wonderfully you now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur